to a special Albums of the Year edition of the new and improved Dying Scene Radio. Yes. With me as always in a quest to cover all things punk rock is my buddy Bob. Say hello to the nice listeners, Bob. Hola, mi amigos. Excellent flair. I like the... <laughs> little TL day you put on that. Thanks. I don't even know if that's a real word. <laughs> I don't uh, either. Burrito Banyo Roja Nalgas. Uh, let's just stop. That's all my Spanish. Okay. Frijoles. Yeah, just stop. Our opening track for this episode was Writer's Block, brought to you by German melodic hardcore act Surely Depressed from their newest full-length Rust, which ended up falling just shy of making my top 10 list, but it did land on the honorable mention list. Yeah. So, uh, as we mentioned earlier, this is our annual albums of the year special at the end of the year, all of the dying scene staffers put together their top 10 albums of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's really popular with the readers. We always get a lot of really good feedback and we also get kicked in the nuts a ton for leaving shit off. We get tons of flack. And, you know, I think I probably didn't catch too much this year, but I think it's because I'm so charming. Yeah, and it's also because you use words like flack. I think people don't want to interact with you. We mean flack. That's a common word. I, if you are 80 years old, sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm closing in We're on that. We're getting flack. <laughs> You're a fucker. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we here at Dying Scene Radio, we aren't exempt from the rules. So Bob Aran and I put together lists of our own. And I can guarantee you without a doubt that mine is going to be mounds better than Bob's. Okay. I will disagree with that. And I'm sure uh, you will, because you've got horrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll let the listeners uh, chime think, in or weigh in on this. Look, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I challenge the listeners to vote on whose top 10 list was better. Okay. Mine or Bob's. I can get, it's not even going to be a fucking contest. Actually, don't do that. You're going to embarrass Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Loser buys the next six pack of beer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I still owe you. You're fucking on. Yeah. All right, listeners, you have been tasked with telling us whose list is better. It's mine, by the way. Just go ahead and write A. We'll see. Uh, One of my favorite things about making these lists every year is uh, Dave kind of limits us to 10. He puts us in a box, that bastard. So he always makes us put 10 on there, and it always has to be LPs. It can't be EPs. But you always have this large list, and you always got to narrow it down. So there's this great leftover group of near misses mm-hmm. or honorable mentions albums that just barely missed making the list uh, hell fucking a few of mine could have been on the list or yeah. could have been you know swapped with some that did make the list yeah um but that's kind of my favorite thing seeing kind of the leftovers and not in a bad way because <laughs> fucking leftovers are great right leftover crack leftover crack indeed <laughs> How do you go about choosing your top 10, man? Oh, man. Um, so this is uh, this is my first year ever doing a top 10 list like this. Um, I never put myself to the task before. I've never had a reason to. So, um, I mean, really, there were just a few albums that floated to the top automatically. And those are, you know, my top three or four albums. Um right away. I mean, they were they've just been on repeat throughout the year. So um, the rest of them. I had so many albums that I'd been listening to throughout the year. Um, 
I ended up just putting a bunch of them in a playlist. Um, there was like two or 300 songs that ended up being in a playlist. Mm. I threw the playlist <laughs> nice. on shuffle and I just listened to it for like a month straight. And I would, uh, every time I'd hear a, a song that I really, really enjoyed or that was like familiar that I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, the song again. And look at my phone, I'd write it down and, um, that ended up, you know, <laughs> that was your list. <laughs> it, it, it ended up cutting out a lot of the crap yeah. out of the list. There were, there were a lot of bands that I put in there that I'm like, you know what? I didn't write down any of these bands. Like, you know, I guess I really don't like it that much. I like the sound of it or the yeah. idea of it or whatever. Um, and then, so from there, I just, I, you know, I threw those 10, 15 albums on uh, repeat and, and I ordered them and figured out what I enjoyed. Um, very organized. I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's how I figured it out. I'm telling you, I, I threw darts at a dartboard. I just wrote some <laughs> names of some albums, threw Closed darts. Closed your eyes, spun around in a circle. And More or less. There you go. Yep. All right. No, I don't, I don't even really have any logic to how I choose. I do like to have a large variety. I don't like to have all of the same stuff that sounds, you know, one album from the other you can't really tell too much of a difference so that's kind of how i feel in general you know i i already kind of categorize myself and and limit myself to just punk music so once i get inside that genre i tend to spread out a little bit farther than a lot of people and i listen to everything from folk punk to celtic punk um and that kind of carries over in my list so i have a lot of variety i like to have a menagerie of music a menagerie a menagerie, not a menage a trois. Um, get your mind out. <laughs> what of is gutter. a what is a menagerie? Um, I believe the literal definition is a large collection or assortment of animals. But <laughs> as most words do, it's evolved okay. to include a large variety of anything. In a this menagerie. case, it's a <laughs> it's a menagerie <laughs> of music. In this case. If you you pick that up, uh, are in days grown up on the farm. tolerable, <laughs> intolerable. Uh, me and my menagerie. You're an asshole. Let's talk about our honorable mentions. You dick. <laughs> um, my, there was probably about five or six honorable mentions and that's honorable. That's a tough word. Honorable. I'm sorry. I, I, I honorable. 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 I don't know what you're saying. Honorable. 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 I think you're trying to say honorable. Shut up! Can you call it something else? <laughs> Hon- honorable. Honorable. Honorable mentions. <laughs> I had a lot of um, really well-known bands on there that just ended up not making my list because I think of, um, you know, the nature of what we do. We listen to uh, up-and-coming emerging artists, mm-hmm. so they end up getting played a lot more on our playlist. Agreed. And thus... We end up losing bands like 88 Fingers Louie. Like 88 Fingers Louie, who yeah. came out with their first album in 10, 12, 15, 20, 50 years, something like that. <laughs> it's around 15. Uh, yeah, it's been forever. Uh, but they released Thank You for Being a Friend this year. Uh, the only reason, really, it didn't make my list is because it's a little bit. Too much of the familiar sound, old school sound, um, not a lot of progression, but when you consider the gap in between their last releases, it kind of makes sense. You don't want to shock people. Yeah, I feel like that's what you would hope for in a band releasing an album after 15 years. Absolutely. You want them to become like an acoustic act or like... like Yeah, (laughs) or come back and be like crust, D-beat. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm absolutely, I'm totally fine with it, and I spun that album uh, 20, 30 times this year, so... 
yeah. excellent job. I love having them back. Just not quite enough uh, of, a, of a difference in, in sound style to, okay. to make my list. Um, what about you? What else did you have on your honor, honorable mentions? <laughs> my honorable mentions include uh, the Fuller's album. Fuller's album. We uh, New Jersey fucking punks. Yeah. Yes. We, we played them earlier this year. Fuck one of yeah. their songs uh, from their album Kingdom by the Sea. Yes. Um, and uh, that was a really great album. It was an honorable mention because, uh, you know what? It just wasn't tight enough for me. It was a little bit loose feeling. Um, I feel like the uh, not the sound quality. I, I like some of the lo-fi stuff. Um, I don't need it to be perfect. But some of the music just felt a little bit loose. Some of the songs were super tight. But um, at any rate, um, I really look forward to whatever they're going to bring us next. It oh, was an man. awesome, yeah. awesome album. Absolutely. You can't um, go wrong with Jersey Punk, man. Yeah. And there was four or five songs on that album that were just fucking incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I can't wait to hear more. You know they're going to clean it up, and they're only going to get better. Yep. Um, so another one, it, it came out... Uh, on uh, like I think December first or December second, um, which is why we postponed the show a little bit because <laughs> I insisted that we include the December releases. I wanted this episode to air two weeks ago. And Bob no. threw a fit. You he got, got his it. panties in a wad, dude. You so everybody put out their top ten albums of the year at the beginning of fucking December. But what about the bands who are putting out albums in December? Well, what about the people that don't want to work the second half of December? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, look, there are bands that uh, got missed over from December 2016, okay? I agree. And and so I wanted to push it a little later so I could look at some of these bands. And you know what? One of them made the list. One of them didn't. Of love. Of Love uh, released their second uh, LP called Greatest Hits Volume 2. Um, it's their second album, and uh, so they're oh, calling their second album their Greatest Hits Volume 2. It's that, fucking a great name. That take, you, got, you guys got a big old swing in <laughs> I love that. It's, it's hilarious. Second it's awesome. album, Greatest Hits Volume 2. It's awesome. Well um, played. Listen to the album. Uh, it's a little bit grungy. Um, it's It's got some lo-fi recording quality to it. It's really great. Um, also, uh, Hard Girls... <laughs> Girls Floating Now, that made my honorable mentions. Sam Coffey and the Iron Lungs, their second self-titled album, I believe. Um, <laughs> How's that work? I have no idea. Um, but that was a, a good album there. I think Rancid has two self-titled albums. I wouldn't doubt it. They've got like a 91 and a 2000 self-titled. Um, at any rate, uh, Sam Coffey and the Iron Lungs, uh, they've got a sort of a classic rock feel to them mixed with some punk rock. That was good. And uh, the DeForester's Letter. Feels like a lifetime since I said Forrester's Leonard. Yes. These are some of my top albums. DeForester's. Oh yes. my God. They're an incredible band. Yes. Look, the only reason they didn't make my list at all is because a lot of the songs from Leonard 
the LP were from an EP, I think that was might have been released last yep. year in 2016. Yep. Uh, but I docked him a little bit of points for that. I'm really petty. I I'm mean, a petty asshole. It's understandable. Oh. Yeah, I feel really bad. Well, what about you? What were some of uh, your other honorable mentions? Well, like I said, there's a lot of more well-known bands that that made the list. Um, Hot Water Music, incredible album, never going back. Fantastic Mm -hmm. writing. You got to love the blue collar kind of mentality of those guys and sticking around uh, for as long as they have. Uh, But again, when you have to choose between them and a band like Nothington, which is a very similar genre. Yep. Um, Nothington's going to win out in my book just because they're yep. a little less well-known. And, and we'll get to them later because... Was that a spoiler alert? Should I... Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Rewind it. Um, no, we also had Rancid on the list. Yeah. Uh, another one that... Great album. It's just not quite as divergent as I would have liked. Yeah, and you know what? When you have to compare it to End Outcome the Wolves or Life Won't Wait, I mean, two classic punk rock albums, (laughs) um, pinnacle albums, it just... There's nothing you can do about that. Had they not come out with those albums, I mean, maybe this would be a number one. But they yeah. did, and so you got to compare it against that. And that was really the only problem with it. Is it, it sounded familiar? Yeah. And a new album shouldn't. Yep. I hear you. So. Yeah. Uh, but well, well played, and I can't wait for the next one. I'm just as stoked for the next Rancid album. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait to hear more. I'm really, I really like that they put out um, a video series where they played all of the songs live in the garage. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. That was cool. That won them some points and actually moved them up into the (laughs) honorable mentions. Yeah. You have a Um, lot of big bands in there. I I, uh, had a few big bands too. Um, Glassjaw's Material Control was one that was really great. But you know what? Like you said, like when you have to choose between some well-known bands or some lesser-known bands. you got to pick the lesser-known. So, I think um, so. Yeah, Glassjaw was up there for me. Um, At the Drive-In came with, out with an album after 15 mm-hmm. years. That was up there for me. And uh, the Flatliners came out with an album. And it, yeah. it just... It wasn't the album I uh, had expected from the Flatliners, but it was still really good. Um, there were some songs on there that I played on repeat quite a bit, but it was just a little bit slower. Um, so it didn't quite make it for it me. It was very radio-friendly, the yeah, Flatliners was. album. I yeah. mean, there were still some great songs, though, that reminded me of the Flatliners yeah. that I know and love. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And probably, rounding out my list, probably the one that I took the most heat for leaving off of my top 10 list was Menzingers after the party, which yeah. everybody was gaga. Over. <laughs> Man. And, and I was too. Fantastic album. It's just a little too soft for my yeah, taste. It's like, it's like that Flatliners album. It's got some really great mm-hmm. songs on there. In general, it's an amazing album, but uh, yeah. yeah, it just doesn't, down a, yeah, a different flavor yep. than what you like. Yep. And, Nothing wrong with that. Again, nope. kind of like people went on Gaga over it, like you said. A, a Lady Gaga. <laughs> that's that is a cultural reference. People know who that is, Bob. Don't look at me like I'm crazy. Uh, Lady Gaga a is a real person. Couldn't tell you. A song. I think she's a rapper. <laughs> no clue. Uh, look, we've fucking wasted enough time. Absolutely. You want to play some yeah. music? Yes, please. I'm sick of Let's talking to you. I'm sick of your fucking mouth okay whoa (laughs) let's play some music Uh, another one that was in my honorable mentions list uh new york's sketchy this is every man thinks they're holden caulfield
was from the album Heck by Sketchy. That was Every Man Thinks They're Holding Caulfield. Next up, I'll Take the Crab Juice by DeForesters. Breathe in the exhaust from the buses. Breathe in the exhaust from the cars. The air in this town can't be trusted. We all know that they've gone too far. The pills it'll keep and now I'm That was from the album Leonard by DeForesters. I'll take the crab juice. That was a Simpsons reference, right, Bob? <laughs> it was. I know indeed. you've been dying to play it. Play the fucking sound bit. <laughs> now, why do you have to wash that awful taste out of my mouth? Mountain Dew or crab juice? Ugh! Oh, jeez. I'll take a crab juice. Are you happy now? I am. Did you get it out of your system? Yes, I Can did. we proceed with the show? I'm going to play it one you, more time. I'll take a crab juice. You immature bastard. <laughs> can we proceed with the show yes. now? Yes, we can. Fucker. Next up, the Menzingers telling lies.
like a car alarm that won't stop howling a decade. After the party, that was telling lies from the Menzingers. Now we're ready to get into the uh, 10 through 6 spots on our list, Bob. All right. Uh, What do I got here first? Oh, starting off my list with some fucking ska. Yes. You can't go wrong with that, right? Some feel-good ska. Uh, Southern ska at that. You really don't get a lot of, of, of ska bands. That hail from the south, but this one is from Louisiana. Joystick. Joystick with the album Sinceriously. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Really fucking fun, man. I put that shit on on Sunday mornings, strip off all my clothes, hop on the Roomba, and fuck it right around the living room. The neighbors loved it. Yeah, to open up the windows, the neighbors got a full view. It was incredible. Uh, But yeah, fucking fun album. Scott always just hits you right, doesn't it? Absolutely. Whenever you're feeling bad, but on a good Scott How many many people do they have in their band? Like eight? Uh, No, I think last time they counted, it was about 84. (laughs) There's not 84 people in their band. I think it was maybe 82. No, no, no. They're, yeah. they're a big scout. Uh, the picture, their band picture, was uh, on a sectional sofa, and it was completely full. So, yeah. Like one of those L-shaped sofas. Yeah. Every cushion full. It'll be a fun band to see when they come out to L.A. Uh, yeah. Come out to L.A., guys. Get out of the fucking swamps down there in New hey, Orleans. There's some, there's some good bands in New Orleans, man. Pairs. Pairs, Mad Conductor, right? Dude from No Cash is a Mac conductor. I'll stick with you up to No Cash. Yeah. MC Devlin. Yeah. Um, Buckwheat Growth, something like that. Uh, but yeah, if you like um, our, our neighborhood heroes here, the Interrupters uh, or um, mm-hmm. Vegas Act, Be yeah. Like Max, you would really like Joysticks. So check them out if they're not on your list. Uh, who do you got, Bob? All right. Coming in at number 10 for me is Braincoats. On my mind, there's nothing really on my mind. A broken record spinning on. Braincoats. Braincoats. Yes, 12 reasons for self-medication. What a fucking excellent name for an album. 12 songs, 12 reasons for self-medication. I really need zero reasons for (laughs) self-medication, but good job for you guys for coming up with 12. Don't we all? Um, Yeah, this album was a uh, a nice pop-punk, straightforward, catchy, simple, to-the-point album. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed their last album. I enjoyed this one. Um, Good job, guys. Keep it up, and we'll look forward to the next one. Um, Coming in at number nine for me, the moms. I've been drinking 
Um, Fuck yeah! We're doing asbestos we can. <laughs> they're more Jersey punk, and they're clever little Jersey punks. More at that. clever names doing asbestos we can. I get um, it. I get it. Move <laughs> along. So uh, this album came out uh, this year. Um, they also released a uh, four-track EP this year that came out. Yeah, uh, that's right. Earlier in the, the road. year, right? Yeah, um, a lot different. Two really different albums yep. that came out. Um, one four-song EP that was very punk rock um the full-length album that came out wasn't as punk still had some heavy full songs on there it was a, a lot slower um and more mellow than i had hoped for but it's still a really good album it's definitely more mellow yes but yeah it was as far as the musicality of it yep. very tight yep very tight so um check that one out what about you coming in at number nine for you ap uh what do i got here number nine voice of addiction can you remember where you were when the blue eyes came up and then the drink and then the blue all people sink? Where were you? Voice of addiction. All right. Out of Chicago. Oh, yep. man. Lost art of empathy. Really good political punk, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm already hooked it was a good year for it you could just say fuck trump or fuck bush i don't even fuck obama fuck them all fuck the government burn down the white house and you got me (laughs) that could be a song that could literally be a song i think we're on to something and and i would listen to it and uh probably probably put it in the top 10 yeah you know i think no effects did it I'm sure they have. <laughs> but yeah, any kind of political anti-establishment punk is always going to get me. Um, really great flow from track to track on, yeah. this, on this LP. I like the way the, the, the layout of the songs uh, really flowed well. Yeah. Um, so that's what clinched it for me. And they're really my surprise of the year. Not really on my radar before yeah. 2017. And they just came out with it. That's the great thing about this podcast. You find me shit all the time. That's and, and you guys keep sending in shit. I have so many emails in my inbox. <laughs> I'm going to get to you all, I promise. Um, after that, let's head up north. Great white north. Mobina galore. You're Mobina galore. Yes. God damn. Yes. These young ladies can make some fucking noise. Yeah. Two of them. There's only two of them. Two gals. Sounds like there's at least four. Yep. It took me two or three listens to actually figure, figure out, out that, that they don't have a bass. They, I mean, they did a really good job of uh, creating deep tones on their album. Yeah. And, and not to mention just the passion that they yeah. have. You know, the album is fucking an onslaught i don't use that word lightly (laughs) you've never heard me use that word but fuck it's just brutal Mm -hmm. doesn't stop from track one to fucking track 12 i think it is yeah shit just straight through yeah you got me hooked on them when we played them on here a few podcasts ago i think it was like three episodes ago or something it's uh, a cacophony of sound (laughs) all right even those big words you like that you're gonna have to get educated what do you got coming in next? All right, coming in at number eight for me is Sorry Town's Blanket Fort. Sorry Town's Blanket Fort. So um, I would argue that this is probably the slowest album on the list. I don't think you need to argue that. Yeah. I'll agree right I off mean, the bat. 
some of you might not enjoy that, but I really enjoyed it. You know what? They started off with a hard song, and that's what caught me. So I'm <laughs> hoping, yeah. you know, that's what would catch you too about this album. Um, started off with a really hard, quick punk rock song, and then they immediately slowed it down. But the album in general uh, was was really beautiful, well thought out. Um, it uh, it becomes um, really heavy at parts. It gets really hard at parts. Um, if you're a fan of Crime and Stereo, I really think you'll dig this one. Um, so check it out. Sorry Town's Blanket Fort. Coming in at number seven, uh, Fitness. Fitness released an EP called Puppet Show and Fitness. Um, So this one was up there for me. Um, Not an LP, but an EP. So guys, give me an LP next year, please. (laughs) Or this year, 2018. If you put out an LP, I guarantee that that album would have made Bob's top three. Yes, yes. So um, switching back to you, what do you have coming in at number seven? Uh, Let's see. Rounding out my top five. Well, I guess bottom five in this case. Um, uh, Northern California is decent criminal. Decent criminal. Okay. Uh, they put out a new LP, Bloom. Yeah. A lot more mature than their last album. Yep. Had a completely different feel. That was really a surprise album. Another one that was uh, kind of a surprise. Indeed. Um, not not so much the band like Voice of Addiction I hadn't really heard of Decent Criminal I had and just didn't like them quite as much and this year with Bloom really blew yeah. my socks off they went from like surf punk to like punk yeah punk yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. And they'll tell us differently, <laughs> but we know what's really up. Yeah. Um, after that, rounding out at number six was Wasted Potential. Wasted Potential. Mm. Nothing to say on that one except it fucking melted my face. More Ooh. than any other album, the album probably in the last Living five up years. to the name. Living up, which is a perfect name for a band called Wasted Potential. Yeah. But fuck, man. Waste, it, face Melter Extraordinaire. I would definitely recommend that to anybody that yep. just wants to put music on and fucking 100% Tony Hawk Pro Skate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming in at number six for me is Heart Attack Man, the Manson family. I can never tell if I should take the things you say With a shaker of salt or just a single attack man the manson family um this is another slow one not quite as slow as sorry town um it's got a nice medium pace to it but really catchy a lot of hooks in this uh the guitars in this full length um just rip all the way through um if you're a fan of joyce manor you'll really enjoy this i don't think the vocals a fan of joyce manor right um i mean I don't know. I think they're spectacular. Uh, They don't ever quite get as uh, hard as some of the Joyce Manor vocals do or can. Their old albums used to. Their newer ones don't uh, quite as much. A little softer singing, but still just as good and still a lot of hooks. So check out Heart Attack Man's Manson Family. And that's it? Yes. You just rounded out your top five. Bottom five. Yep. See, it kind of depends on how you look at it. That's kind of the glass half full, glass half empty thing. Yeah, it's so, so subjective. 
Enough of your subjective <laughs> nonsense. How about some more music, man? All right. You want to play something from our uh, 10 through 6s? Absolutely. All right. Let's start it off with Voice of Addiction. This one's from the album The Lost Art of Empathy, Dead by Dawn. of addiction with dead by dawn next up one of bob's top 10 sorry town with fabricate fabricate your pack it's the size of our pack you write a better record when everyone will love fabricate your problems make it better you can solve them when you're number one that cries feel like you're so Yeah, I'm 
car rides, how much they meant. Fabricate some new friends who only speak when you ask them. Do the same fabricated wins, and it wasn't used to your end. Sorry Town with Fabricate. Next up, Louisiana Ska Band Joystick with Mary Kitchen. up heading to the great white north mobina galore with going out alone
feeling disconnected that was going out alone by mobina galore those ladies can make some fucking noise huh bob next up rock the boat from new jersey punkers the moms of the album doing the bestest we can from the moms next up NorCal Act Nothington already there we were scared you had no
You had no place to lie We were scared You were scared Nothington from the album In the End, already there, already sneaking into the top five. Yep. God, I tell you, Jay and Chris could probably shit on a biscuit, and I would put that in my top ten albums of the year. Shit on a biscuit. Shit on a biscuit or a trisket. It's like chicken on a biscuit. It's nothing. Chicken like, in a biscuit. It's chicken in a biscuit. Okay. Well, but shit on a biscuit is nothing like that. Yeah, you have very low standards. More like feces on okay. a biscuit well so but i don't even care i would take jay and chris shit on a biscuit put it in the top 10 top five all right because that's where nothing tins uh in the end came up in. your up your standards please up yours and <laughs> how's your top five looking bob what do you got what do you got on number five all right coming in at number five we got casual fridays a weekend forever <laughs> Casual Fridays a Weekend Forever. This was another great pop punk album. Um, super catchy. A lot of great hooks. Um, vocal melodies were on par. I really, really enjoyed um, a lot of the yelling that came in in the background. It wasn't too much of it. But I need a little energy, you know? Yeah, I need some you. screaming. I need some yelling. Um, and it's just it's super high energy. And uh, I enjoy this album quite a bit. So um, coming in at number five was... Casual Friday's Weekend Forever. Um, number four was Oliver Houston's Whatever Works. Yeah. Oliver Houston's Whatever Works. Yeah. Yes. And so when I get here, when I get to number four, this is where any one of my albums could easily be a number one. <laughs> they all feel so different from one another. And I mean, the preference just became... Um, based on like what I really like and what my roots are. So Oliver Houston's Whatever Works is, um, it's kind of like a math rock or a math core right. um, album with punk rock in it, okay? <laughs> so like the the bass, the vocals, and the drums are really punk rock, but the guitar's got a lot of like, I don't know, really catchy, beautiful guitar laid over this punk rock. And, you know, the drums catch up with that mm-hmm. quite a bit, too, um, into math rock. It reminds me of this band I used to listen to in 2003 called Monine. You said you know me. You know nothing at all. You said you hate me. Well, believe Monine. Um, they were kind of ahead of their time a little bit. Um, punk rock, uh, probably a little more like 
emo-ish. I you got some obscure that. fucking references, dude. Um, dude, check out Monin's, uh I'm like really bad, happy with who I, we are. I right know now. this one band called Bad Religion. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oliver Houston was was great, though. I really enjoyed that album. Um, again, it's number four, but it could have been my number one. Um, I know you said you dug it, too. What was, uh, what was your number four? Uh, coming in at number four for me, uh, Northern New York's uh, Ska Core Superstar, Stupid Stupid Head. All right. Stupid, stupid headshot. All right. I, I plug these guys probably more than anybody else has ever <laughs> plugged these guys. Uh, Chill Out and Die Later is the album name. Uh, fucking incredible yeah. variety on the yeah. album. You got so much diversity. You got ska core, uh, folk, straight up ska, mm-hmm. pop punk. So many different genres rolled into yeah. one. I think it was 14, 15 tracks across the album, and every one was a little bit different than the yeah. other. So much fucking replay value on that. Yep. And I think uh, if I know the guys correctly, they probably put it up for Name Your Price. So <laughs> go on there and give them a couple bucks and you get 14 or 15 songs that are just dope as yeah, shit. It's an awesome album. Check yeah, I love those guys. I'm probably their biggest fan. I'm going to go out on them and say I'm their biggest fan. Send me a t-shirt. Uh, coming in at number three for me, which you were wise. You followed the rules and you docked points to fitness for putting out an EP. Okay. I said, fuck it. The EP was so fucking good that I put it at number three on my list of top ten albums of Breaking the Breaking the law. Breaking the law indeed. <laughs> fuck, man. Fitness is incredible. Yeah. I the only drawback to this album was that it wasn't an LP. Uh-huh. And we're Agreed. gonna beg you guys incessantly to put out a full length. And if actually if 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 I hear things correctly, um, they're actually gonna be going on a West Coast tour okay. in the next uh, couple months. Uh, spring, springtime. Look for them to go on a West Coast tour. Not saying they will. Just saying I heard that that might be a possibility. Check them out. Definitely check them out because, damn, if they're good enough to make top three with an EP, then they're definitely good enough for you. Absolutely. Uh, what do you got? Where where are we with you? Number three. What do you got at three? Number three. I've got Single Mothers. That night I fell into the pharmacy. I thought I was in a lucid dream. So I burned a anything I you could have. Single Mothers, Our Pleasures. This full length was fucking fantastic. Again, could have been number one for me. I don't know if you checked this out <laughs> or not, um, but this album reminded me of a band I used to listen to in, in back in like 2000, 2003. Here we go. Adam Here's... and his package. <laughs> We're gonna tear this new Oh, I know that one. That's not too obscure. Awesome, yes. But that's Philly, so. Yeah, it's yeah. there's something about the way, uh, I mean, this guy has to be completely influenced. I wonder <laughs> if, if Single Mothers is from Philly or, or what. I don't know that much about them, but um, this album was amazing. Um, clearly influenced by Adam and his package. If not, I mean, what a, an amazing coincidence because the way he delivers his vocals, um, the sarcasm and the lyrics and the tone, <laughs> all of that stuff is fucking awesome. It's Adam and his package minus the electronic aspect. Aspect. It's yeah, just a lot yeah. more less lot, keyboard. Yeah, less keyboard. A lot more punk hardcore to it. Um, I really fucking enjoyed this album. So um, keep it up. Check out Single Mothers, Our Pleasures. And that is my number three. Coming in at number two, 
This is a band we have already mentioned tonight. Um, it is my number two. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Um, I think it could have been number one. Decent Criminals Blue. Yes. Yes. Can't go wrong with Santa Rosa Boys. No. And you know what? Um, again, as you mentioned earlier, as we met, both mentioned, they really changed their style from the last album. But there's so much hook to it, man. Mm-hmm. Their lead guitarists are fucking fantastic. Um, you know, there's a lot of vocal melodies that are really catchy. Yeah. A lot of lyrics that really hook me. Even the last song on the album, it's, you know, I, I get there every time I get to the last song and I enjoy it through yeah. and through. So. They're impeccable. They're Absolutely. really one of the more uh, finely tuned bands. Yes. In yep. the, in so, the um, genre. I think this is only their second album. I know they were together as sort mm-hmm. of a different name before right. this. Um, but they got a whole new lineup and, and this has been great. Yeah. So um, that is my number two. Great work, lads. Check it out. Enjoy it. Um, what about you? What do you have coming in at number two? Well, now is when we get into the ones that are probably all fan favorites. I doubt there's a top 10 list out there that didn't include uh, Warriors from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. It's been a The ladies in Bad Cop, Bad Cop just keep smashing them yeah. out of the park every yeah. year. And I think as far as, as Fat Records bands, present day Fat Records bands, I don't think there's anybody doing it better than these ladies right okay. now. Um, That's debatable. I'll let you debate it. I'll my, go all day long. I've got pairs. I'll go all day long. Fucking love pairs. I'm sure you do. Yes. Um, no, but I mean, the music itself, incredible. The writing, spectacular. Yeah. What other adjectives can I throw in there? Fantastic. Indubitably. I don't think that's really an adjective. Uh, my favorite thing about this, though, is I enjoyed the album before um, one... Uh, ex podcast host bootlicker extraordinaire uh, labeled it as feminist rage. I think after I knew you, that it was feminist rage, were you talking I talking trash it. about somebody. Nah, dude, just <laughs> stating facts. I spit facts. <laughs> but after I knew that bootlickers uh, labeled it feminist rage punk, I really. Um, I really enjoyed it more. It probably jumped up about five spots on my list. Once I <laughs> that out. So, thank you, uh, thank you very much for that, bootlicking ex podcast host. And then rounding out my list, I think is no surprise to anybody if they know me at least is uh, Propagandi. Propagandi. Which, all right. Yeah, of course. I think we all knew that. <laughs> um, and, and it's really weird because it's probably only my fourth favorite Propagandi album. Okay. But I think fourth best Propagandi this year is enough to come in at number one. Okay. Not, not that the, the selection this year was uh, bad or anything. It's just it's Propagandi. Can't They're argue a, with that. a god level. Can't argue with that. No, not at all. Why would you? <laughs> All right, Bob. So what do you got at number one, man? All right. Coming in at number one for me, a band we already mentioned tonight. Again, um, your rating system is completely off. Oh, um, yeah. There's no logic. <laughs> uh, Wasted Potentials Living Up to the Name was my number one. Fuck yeah, yes. dude. I have them at number six, and I cannot argue them at number one. You can't, because you know what? This album was fucking amazing. Um, it reminded me a lot of old AFI, um, kind mm-hmm. of the black 
Black Sails yeah. era, Art of Drowning era, um, with a little bit more punk rock to it, which I guess was AFI prior to Black Sails. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's not that type of punk rock. It just it feels a little bit different than that. Um, they really embrace AFI at some songs on it, um, and they really make it their own on some other songs. So I think this was an absolutely fantastic album. There's uh, some of the singing melodies remind me of Chiodos a little bit, which is not punk rock. Um, I don't know if any of our listeners will know that, but um, <laughs> uh, or know the reference, but. Um, I really enjoyed it for those reasons. It's a fucking fantastic album. Uh, yeah. Very upbeat. Check it out. My number okay. one wasted potential living up to the name. If you want your face melted, yes. Listen to the album. Absolutely. And it will give you the desired results. Yes. Great job, guys. Bob, another great job on your top 10 list. I'd like Thank to commend you. you on your first one. So now, do you think I will get more votes than you? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Let's go ahead with some songs that you want to do another block of music? <laughs> yes. Let's start shit off with one of yours, Oliver Houston. This is Fa Like the Soup. Whatever Works by Oliver Houston. Next up, Banger from Casual Friday. Everything in the world that seems so good 
That one was Casual Friday with Banger. Next up, let's keep the trend going. Bobby's number three, Single Mothers with Long Distance. Fly away, got a soldier edge, studying the complex, prescribed a subject. I've been over the moon swings again, not even sure what this should mean. Never 
That one was Long Distance by Single Mothers. Next up, let's spin some stupid, stupid henchmen. This one is Keep Breathing off of the album Chill Out, Die Later. That was Stupid Stupid Henchmen with Keep Breathing. Next up, one of my favorite bands of the year, Fitness yep. with Polly Shore.
puppet show and fitness an EP that somehow snuck its way onto the <laughs> albums of the year list. That was Polly Shore by Fitness. I don't right. think that you and I could agree on anything more than the fact that Fitness was probably the most impactful band of the year for us. Fitness and wasted potential. Of and course. And criminal. Absolutely. We we had a lot of overlap. We did, oddly enough. Yeah. So we had some overlap on some really cool shit, and then yeah. you just went straight garbage. No. <laughs> you, you liked the Oliver Hughes. I do. Album. I liked actually most of your picks. I yeah. do. And they're not my kind of music. Yeah. And it was great to hear another side of the story, because yep. nobody wants to hear just my shit, no. and nobody wants to hear just your shit. They probably do. Probably not. Voters, <laughs> I need voters on my side. I will bribe people to vote for me just so I could beat Bob. What do you think? I don't know if you'll get there. Good luck. Probably not. I think people are starting to like you a little bit more than yeah. me. It really, what, what is this, five, ten episodes maybe with our specials? <laughs> and they're already swinging over to your side, so... Yeah. Good most, job, listeners. Most people swing this yeah, way. You're making the right choice. I'm an <laughs> asshole. Uh, let's talk about some episodes that we have yes. coming up. Uh, next episode, I know we're definitely going to be talking to and loaded. our uh, a band that made both of our top 10 yep. list, uh, Decent Criminal yep. from Santa Rosa. Yep. Uh, we ran into them at a show a couple weeks back, and mm-hmm. uh, we stole some of their time. Yep. We told them we were going to help them load in for stealing their time, and then we didn't do it. I don't remember telling them that, but uh, sorry, I guys. And then I just totally bailed on them. I was like, hey, guys, I know we're taking your time. We'll help you load in. We got our interview, and then we went and smoked okay. weed, well, I think. I bought a shirt, so I got them oh. you know, 20 miles down the road. There you go. Yeah. I didn't do <laughs> I'm a cheapskate. Uh, I'm also going to be talking to uh, the gentleman that runs Shibby Pictures. Shibby. I don't know if you guys uh, are familiar with him, but he does a lot of DIY videos yeah. for a lot of punk bands. So a nice little reference to Dude, Where's My Car? Yep, absolutely. And that's where he said he got the name from. So yeah. we're going to talk to Jack um, on uh, in a week or two, and that'll be in an upcoming episode. So keep an ear to the ground for Very that. Cool. Um, and we're going to try and squeeze in a couple other things. If Bob can, yeah, actually, let's see if I do can something snag useful. an interview with Mustard Plug. Don't tease it if you're not going to get oh, it. We'll now see. you have to get we'll it. We'll see. Oh, you fucking <laughs> asshole! You better get it now. Hey, they might not even want to talk to me. I do. Who does? Yeah, they might only be like, "Fuck you, Bob." I Where's don't want to talk to you. Right? Exactly. Because That's why they're you smart gentlemen. With. Yeah, we'll see. Long Beach is a hall. <laughs> All right, Bob, let's put a bullet in this motherfucker. (laughs) Please. Yes, please. Let's end this shit with your number one pick. (laughs) Living up to the name by Wasted Potential. This one's Kurt Murder Face Rip. Until next time, comrades, be safe. Adios.
this was another nice pump pop 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 pop. It's hard, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's really hard. I defy you to leave that. Hard. 